The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I'm Dr. Deepika Chopra, the Optimism Doctor, and this is Looking Up, a place where you can expect to find raw, transparent storytelling. Listen in to learn real science-based techniques to cultivate more optimism, resiliency, and authentic joy from artists, athletes, experts, and many more. In a recent interview with an upcoming Looking Up guest, we got talking about the idea that when you are starved of hope for too long, you stop being hungry for it. This is a big reason why highlighting hope, resiliency, and the hard work it takes to find light, even in the darkest of times, is so important to us here on the Looking Up podcast. This is a really good moment to stop whatever it is you're doing and ask yourself, what are you hopeful for? What's looking up for you? Remember, this can be big or super small. During our struggles and hardships, it's even more important to dedicate some time to sit in your hopes, desires, dreams, and positive anticipations. No amount of hope is too small. And during the times that bigger, more macro change seems tough to be hopeful about, don't forget to be hopeful about your next hug, your next kiss, next bite of food, next walk outside, or next moment of rest. Hope is hope, even in the smallest interactions. And we need hope to be able to actually recognize more hope in our daily lives. This is our recap episode to integrate all the beautiful tips, tricks, lessons, and inspirations that we have gained from our guests on season two of Looking Up. And I promise I'll get to that. But we're heading into a holiday week, which of course can stir up all kinds of emotions, ones that feel good, ones that feel neutral, and ones that feel, well, pretty bad. As always, I want to remind you that however you are feeling is okay. Research shows that leaning into our emotions, really knowing them, is a much more effective way to pass through them rather than avoiding or escaping. I thought it would be helpful to give you a little resilience exercise at the top of this episode instead of at the end. So here's an exercise that I've been doing with my clients for the past decade or so. It really helps to serve as a mental reset button and an antidote to feeling overwhelmed or when anxiety starts to take over. It's really grounding and I have found it can be super effective when things start to feel like too much. It's an exercise that can be done anywhere, anytime, and will take just a few short moments. It's sort of like the adult version of the I Spy game that we used to play as kids. And it's something I learned during one of my internships in my doctoral program so many years back. So wherever you are right now, get into a comfortable position. Close your eyes if it feels comfortable for you. Take a nice deep breath in for three counts. And hold for three counts. And exhale for three counts. We're going to do this two more times. Inhale for three counts. Hold for three counts. And exhale for three counts. And for our last deep breath in together, in for three counts. Hold for three counts. And exhale for three counts. Now gently open your eyes and start to notice your present surroundings. Spend the next 30 seconds or so naming out loud everything that you see without putting any judgment or making any sort of story for the object. For example, I see a photograph in a frame. I see a candle. 
I see a gray sweatshirt. I see a palm tree swaying in the wind. Even if our brains want to wander and make a story or recall a memory like, oh, this palm tree reminds me of when I traveled last and gosh, I wish I was there now and how upset I am that I can't be there, etc. Simply come right back and move on to the next thing that you see. I see a clock. I see a guitar, etc. Move around the room you're in naming all of the things that you see out loud. The key here is to label and name out loud. The purpose of this exercise is nothing more than a healthy distraction, an effective way to use enough attentional capacity to direct your brain to think about what you want it to think about, not leaving any capacity or space for attending to thoughts of worry, fear, overwhelmness, or stress. Our brains have a limited attentional capacity, and simply labeling something and naming it out loud really uses enough attentional capacity to have little to no room left to think about anything else. I would inspire you to use this exercise whenever and wherever you need it. I can't wait to hear about your experience with it. As always, reach out and tell me how you're doing, what works and what you want more of as we launch new seasons and content here on Looking Up. I can't believe that season two of Looking Up is already over. It's been a season full of incredible guests, inspiring stories of resilience, activism, mental health experiences, and lessons on how to increase our learning, connectivity, brain health, and optimal functioning during these times and, well, all times. Sophia Bush, actress and polymath activist, started us off this season teaching us the importance of not just being an activist for voices who truly need to be heard and to fight against social injustices, but also how to be an activist for ourselves and how important having a moral backbone is taking action and responsibility, even if it means losing work or popularity. On the next episode in season two, Alex L., author, poet, and creator of the wildly popular Instagram series, Notes to Self, shared with all of us that, well, writing actually saved her life and how writing can be a potent form of self-healing, reparenting ourselves and connecting us to what we really need, desire, and believe in. Whitney Port, the Hills and the City reality show alum, got raw and real with us about motherhood and taking a stand to not just abide by social stereotypes, but to truly dig in and connect to what is right for each and every one of us. We got to speak about mental health and filming a reality show and the all too often on-screen manipulation of storylines and personalities, really reminding us that although we think we know people because we see them on TV or online, we maybe actually don't really know them and it's worth getting to know them. Dr. Don Green, literally one of the most interesting people I have ever interviewed, came on to season two. He taught us all about how we can overcome performance anxiety and how to strive for excellence rather than perfection in our lives. He gave us super practical and usable tools to practice in our everyday lives, inspired by his work training the Olympic diving team, the SWAT team, and the most highly regarded musicians in the world. Marissa Hermer, Ladies of London Bravo reality star alum, author, super successful restaurateur, mom of three, and well, the ultimate hostess, talked to us about the significance and importance of making our war beautiful. She reminds us that life gets messy, battles will arise, but we do have the capability to find the beauty in it. I love this episode because not only does she help us see personal resilience, 
but she has done an incredible job leading her business and restaurants to practice flexibility and to truly pivot during this pandemic, helping to keep them successful, but also giving back to the frontline workers along the way. Sarah Edmondson joined us so courageously and shared her journey through escaping the once thought of self-improvement group turned sadistic sex slave cult ESP Nexium. She shared with us the intimate journey of over a decade of mental manipulation, brainwashing, abuse, and ultimately branding that she withstood. This episode really helped open our eyes to how susceptible all humans are to coercion the signs and tips to protect ourselves, and how she and her husband resiliently helped not just take down the entire organization and put Keith Ranieri, the cult leader behind bars for 120 years, but also how they are rebuilding their lives, marriage, and future. Next on Looking Up Season 2, high school musical star and mom-to-be Ashley Tisdale cracked herself wide open and shared with all of us her debilitating and ongoing experience with anxiety and depression. She helped normalize these emotional struggles and highlighted how important it is to just talk about how we're really feeling. I was beyond proud to have her on this podcast, helping to dismantle mental illness stigmas and sharing her story with such transparency. Her ability to be candid and to be someone we can all relate to really made this episode one of my favorites and one of yours. We closed out the season with UCLA memory researcher and professor, Dr. Alan Castell. He helps to really turn our stereotypical notions of aging and brain health around and upwards. He taught us some great tips on the difference between truly seeing versus noticing, selective memory versus all memory, and how to keep our memory sharp, learn from our mistakes, and well, age joyfully. Whatever it is that you do this week, Whether it's celebratory, restful, or nothing at all, I hope you can find moments of hope and moments of joy. Start to look for them, and when you find them, give to them. Give them your energy, time, and attention, because doing so, science says, will actually help them grow. As a reminder, next week is a week to reflect and to digest. I don't just mean on your holiday meal. I mean on the past season two of Looking Up. If you missed any episodes, it's a great time to listen in. And if you felt especially connected to a specific episode, as always, I encourage you to re-listen, take notes, or just simply be open to receive. And I can't wait to share the next season of Looking Up With You. The first episode will air Monday, December 7th. Oh, I almost forgot. Here is your very own Things Are Looking Up Optimism Deck of Cards prompt. It doesn't really matter what time it is or where you are. Put on some music, get up and dance. Dance like no one is watching or like everyone is watching. Allow yourself 30 whole seconds of complete freedom to find yourself in the beat. Thanks so much for listening to Looking Up. For more optimistic content, follow me at Dr. Deepika Chopra. For more info and how to get your very own Things Are Looking Up optimism deck of cards, head to thingsarelookingup.com. If you like what you hear and you want to support the show, please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Our theme music is Me and Shaw Day by Tommy, courtesy of Terrible Records. I'm your host, Dr. Deepika Chopra, and I'll see you next Monday for your weekly dose of optimism.